Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Leslie and I are going to minister in Honduras for 10 days and thank you for your prayers, not only protection, but that God will be with us and use us in ministering to the people. So our absence is going to be your blessing. So over 20 years, we made 130 guest speakers in to make speaking tours for them. And they made 330 DVDs, most of which are available at WatchProphecyClub.com. So what we're going to do today is play about 30 minutes of one of those DVDs. And what we think are probably the top 10 or 11 DVDs that we've made. And so you're going to get a real treat. These are really good. And you can go and watch all of them at WatchProphecyClub.com. And I... Uh, think if you'll go and check there. We, we, here, here, let me just explain. So Prophecy Club started in 1993. 130 guest speakers, 330 recordings. You can watch them all at watchprophecyclub.com. We sponsored them on speaking tours anywhere from 10 to, at one time, we were having 40 meetings a month. Though no, I did run all of them. And uh, at one time, we had three different tours going with three different speakers. So we were... Uh, at one time, we had about 5,000 people typically every month attending our meetings. And in those days, this was before there were other large prophecy ministries. I think at the time we were the number two prophecy ministry in America, second only in those days to Jack Van Impey. Uh, what we've done is chosen 11, me and the staff, chosen 11 of what we think are the best recordings over the last 20 years. So we're going to be playing 30 minutes out of each one of those recordings. Most of them are two-and-a-half-hour recordings. Some of them are doubles, which would be five hours. Normally, we offered them for $30 per DVD. And yes, if you want to go to prophecyclub.com, you can still get the DVD. And we are offering uh, all 11 of these recordings on DVD for a gift of $100. You can get that at prophecyclub.com. Now let's talk about Watch Prophecy Club. So all of these are put up so you can watch them. And, by the way, we now have an app so you can watch them easily. You can go to Prophecy Club and you can watch the Prophecy Club. Or you can go to Watch Prophecy Club. You can go and watch all of these DVDs. Or you can download our app. And the way the app works is that you can be watching a DVD. And then if you get a phone call, it pauses it. When it's done, it starts playing again. Introducing the Watch Prophecy Club app now available for your Android and iOS devices. Watch Prophecy Club is your exclusive home for the last 30 plus years of the best in Bible prophecy and end times information from the Prophecy Club. This app features over 100 speakers and 23 categories of Prophecy Club titles since the beginning. We are also excited to announce an integrated community feature where you can interact with other believers and Bible prophecy students. Choose either a monthly or annual subscription with a three-day free trial. Cancel anytime. So let's back up and talk about Watch Prophecy Club. It's $20 a month. There's no commitment. You can stop anytime you want to. Or $200 a year. But if you'll put in TPC 2023 right there, you'll get the first month free, meaning you can watch all 11 of these for free, as long as you did it the first month. And if you put in TPC 2023Y, 20, 
you get a one-year plan for $180. You get $20 off. That's a really good deal. <laughs> Never thought it'd be such a good deal. Anyway, normally $30 each, but you can get all 11 of these recordings for a gift of $100. Prophecyclub.com for that. If you want to watch them instantly, you go to watchprophecyclub.com, or the best way is simply download our app. You just go to the App Store, and it's either Apple or Android, and you can download the app, and that is probably the easiest, fastest way, most convenient way to, to watch them. All right, now, let me explain about the meetings. Typically, we would have anywhere from about 100 to the maximum we had at one meeting, which was Dimitri Dudeman. We had 1,000 people at one of his meetings. And so we would have them in a television studio where we could make you nice recordings, nice professional recordings, at least professional compared to those days. Now, we do a much better job today. And now today, we're going to hear the coming judgment on America. You can watch the whole thing at WatchProphecyClub.com. This was recorded back in November of 1997. And I think you'll be startled to see how many of his predictions have, in fact, come to pass. So the Lord has given Dan Bowler, a pastor, that earthquakes, massive snows, train wrecks, and much more is coming to America. Today we say, yeah, that's pretty much arrived. The first one-third of the video shows articles of proof that what has been prophesied has already come to pass. And then the remaining time is dedicated to detailing other prophecies that Dan has received concerning the future. One of the things that impressed me, he said that a meteor would hit Odessa, Texas, my hometown. So I was watching, and yes, about a year later, who would predict a meteor and where it would hit? And he was right. And I might add, many of his other prophecies have come to pass, too. You can go watch the whole thing today. We'll watch the first 30 minutes of it at WatchProphecyClub.com. Let's go listen to Dan Bowler speak on coming judgment on America. Welcome to the Prophecy Club, where we study and research Bible prophecy. The topic today is the coming judgment on America, too. Now, this is an update. Back in November and December of 1997, we put Dan Bowler on a, uh, about a 30-city speaking tour. And he would give his testimony at the end of his talk. He would give the prophecies for that particular city. Over some 30 cities, all right, we recorded each one of them. Those audio tapes are available. And, of course, as every good prophecy student does, when someone prophesies, they mark that prophecy. And then they begin to watch to see if it comes to pass. Why? Because Deuteronomy 18.21, the Jews were asking God, how do we know what to believe? How do we know truth from error? Who's speaking the truth? And the uh, prophet answered it this way. When the prophet speaketh in the name of the Lord, if that thing follow not, nor come to pass, that is the thing which the Lord hath not spoken. But the prophet has spoken it presumptuously, and thou shalt not be afraid of him. In other words, don't pay any attention to that one. Well, what are the credibility, what is the credentials of our speaker this morning? Why should we listen to this guy? He's prophesied in these 30 different cities. He's given numerous prophecies, very specific. And he's going to tell you, matter about the, uh, probably the first half of the, the program this morning is going to be talking about the prophecies that have come to pass over the past uh, year and a half or so. 
Uh, of course, not all of them have come to pass. And I did a radio program with him the other morning, and uh, he remarked that someone said, well, not everything you said has come to pass. He said, well, not everything that Jeremiah said has come to pass. And not everything that Daniel has said has come to pass yet. But that doesn't mean it's not accurate yet. Amen. Now, what are the credentials? Why should we listen to this guy? Well, he was a military chaplain for 20 years. Some 16 of those years he's been a pastor. He's had his own radio ministry for 10 years. He's preached in 20 nations. And in the last 15 years, God has been dealing with him and speaking to him prophetically, telling him to warn the nation, warn the people, warn the city about what is coming. He's going to tell you about many of the prophecies of which over 100 prophecies have been specifically fulfilled. You will see newspaper articles, faxes, letters from people that say it was exactly like you said. For example, he said in my hometown of Odessa, Texas, that they would have uh, lots and lots and lots of snow. And one person said he said over 10 inches of snow. Now, he's not saying that this morning. The, the letter was quoting him a little bit differently. But the point is, I grew up there. I know how much snow is there. And in my lifetime, I think the most I ever saw was two inches. And you better look quick because it's only going to stay there for a few hours a day at the most. My mom called me this past winter, and she said, we have over 14 inches of snow. I, we hadn't had 14 inches of snow in Odessa, Texas, in probably 500 years. It just doesn't happen. There's many uh, winters that go by, I mean, years at a time where there is no snow. So I think that's a fulfilled prophecy, and you're about to hear a whole bunch more. Will you help me welcome your speaker this morning, Pastor Dan Bowler. Thank you, brother. Thank you so much. Praise the Lord. You love the Lord this morning. Let me hear you say amen. amen. Oh, come on. You can do better than that. Say amen. amen. Well, you know, many years ago when God called me to do what he's having me to do, I never dreamed that I would be able to obey him. And I have found out that obedience is better than sacrifice. And sometimes uh, it takes a lot of time on your knees for God to give you the courage to go and do what he's called you to do. <clears throat> the thing that the Lord told me a long time ago was, Son, I'm going to give you events that is going to happen in the areas where I send you for many reasons. First of all, the people will know that all that I have told you about this nation is going to happen. And it will give them time to repent, to make their heart right, and to plan mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, in every way, so that they can be a worker in my kingdom. They can be effective in my kingdom. I'm not getting you to do this so they can just go plan and take care of their one or two or three or four and no more and become a couch potato. And so today as we get into the, to the teaching and into the preaching and to the verification, I want you to realize that now we are stepping up to the plate. Uh, I did nearly 30 cities with the Prophecy Club. We've now did over 70 cities throughout the United States, trying our best to get the people to get prepared. I had no idea that uh, I would actually be 
going from city to city, telling this nation what God showed Daisy Osborne several years ago before she went home to be with the Lord. T.L. Osborne, a mighty man of God, a missionary of missionaries. This is his wife. And the vision that God gave Daisy Osborne before she went home to be with the Lord, I had no idea that the very thing that the Lord showed her, I would have to go from city to city and warn the people what was coming to their city, but also warn the nation that our country was no longer going to be like it has been in the past. There are nations that are now planning to take the peace from this land. But before we get into that, I would like for you to take your Bible, and I would like for you to go to the book of Genesis. And while you're getting there into the book of Genesis, which I'd like for you to go to the fifth chapter, I believe it is, yes, I would like for you to think with me just a moment what Joshua said to God. Joshua said, Lord, Moses is dead. And the Lord says, I know that. I want you to, to go and do what Moses could not do. Is basically what God told Joshua. And you see, folks, you got to understand, God always wants this generation to do what the preceding generation could not get done. Can we say amen? amen. You are called to do that what the preceding generation could not get done. Now, you need to hold your finger there in the book of Genesis and look up at me. In Isaiah, the 55th chapter, in the 10th and the 11th verse, it says to you and I, as the rain cometh down from heaven and snow, so that there will be seed for the sower and bread for the eater, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It'll not return unto me void, but it'll go to the place to whereto I sent it, and it'll accomplish the thing to whereto I sent it to do. It's basically what that scripture says. Now, I want to tell you something. I have just quoted you spiritual law. You can pull on what you want to. You can pull on the grace of God, because that word is not going to return unto him void. In other words, you can pull on the grace of God. You can pull on healing. You can pull on deliverance. You can pull on God supplying your need. You can pull on unity. You can, you can pull on love. And you can pull on giving. And you can pull on everything that God has provided for us in our blood covenant. Or you can pull on strife. Or you can pull on contention. And you can pull on lying and stealing and adultery and fornication. You can pull on what you want. It'll not return unto God void. That's the word of the Lord. Somebody say amen. amen. Over in the new covenant, Jesus said, Be not deceived. God is not mocked, or God is not made light of. Whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. I don't know about you, but I want to pull on the grace of God. I want to pull on all the benefits that he has made available to me, because I tell you, we're in a time of the absolute end, and we must have his grace upon us. Can we say amen? amen? In the book of Romans, it says, it is by grace that it might be by faith. Now, friends, listen to me. You got to understand something. All of this grace is around you, but what good is it going to do if you're going to use your faith? You must use your faith to pull on the grace of God. Now, the Bible says in Genesis that Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Now, why did Noah find grace in the eyes of the Lord? 
Now, you say, well, Brother Dan, the New Testament is the age of grace. Yes, under the blood covenant. But grace could be found in the Old Testament when men sought God. Can we say amen? amen. But we have a people now, even under a blood covenant, that don't want to seek God. And the grace that God has really provided for them has never come their way. They're just living under common grace where the Lord reigns on the just and the unjust. But I'd like to bring you to, to something here in the book of Genesis. What was God's thoughts when you were born? God had a purpose for your life when you were born. Like Noah, you and I are not born in a good time. Noah was not born in a good time. In Genesis, the fifth chapter and the 29th verse, it says, And he called his name Noah, saying, This one will comfort us concerning our work. Are you going to comfort people and let them know that they can come through the atrocities that are accelerating in our land? Or are you going to just sit back and take an easy chair? Folks, listen to me. It's one thing to warn somebody of what's coming. It's another thing to show them how to come through it. Can you say amen? amen. Boy, that was weak in this Presbyterian church. Somebody say amen. amen. Well, you see, Noah knew that he had to warn a nation. He knew it was going to be devastated, but he comforted all of those that would let him comfort them. Now, take your Bible and go to Noah 6, verse 8. <clears throat> Excuse me, no, no such book. Genesis, where we talk about Noah. And go to the sixth chapter and the eighth verse. It says, but Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Repeat that with me. Say, Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Look at the ninth. This is the genealogy of Noah. Noah was a just man, perfect in his generation. Noah walked with God. Let's all say, Noah walked with God. Noah walked with God. All right. We see here, because of his spiritual character and his outward walk, God could use him. Now, I heard a man today say, oh, this person has prophecies that are awesome, and they, they hit right on the button. But friend, I'll tell you something. You may have some prophecies, and they may hit right on the button, but if you don't walk with God, they're going to get contaminated. God will only strive with man for so long, and after a while, that thing will turn on you. Let's all say, I must walk with God. Walk with God. <clears throat> well, you see, Noah, because of his spiritual character and his outward walk, God could continually use him, and God did use him to save his whole household. And that's what you and I got to do. We got to lay hold of God and stay before the throne of grace, be that example for our family until our whole family is saved. Now, I wanted to go into that today as part of an introduction to our, to our message because we've got a lot of ground to cover. And... Facing these last days, as we see our nation come apart, is not going to be quite like a lot of people have thought it was going to be. Let me give you an example. When the Lord came to me on February the 23rd, 1997, in 20-something years of ministry, I've only had five of those to happen. In 24, 25 years of ministry, only five times has the Lord ever come to me in a visitation. And every time that he came, I ended up on the floor and I couldn't get up. 
I was in a puddle of tears. His presence consumed that room. It was almost as if my whole being was consumed with the presence of the Lord, and I was weak. I was like a dead man, and I heard the voice of God speak. And when he came on February the 23rd, 1997, I had no idea that God would take that message and put it on over 500 television stations and it would sweep the country and eventually be on over 1,500 radio stations. I had no idea that that would happen. But God said that he would do it. And if you remember that video that was produced, it showed us that God said that this government was going to come down. This government was going to crumble. And when I gave that message going to the prototype in Ezekiel 32, I had no idea that we would see what we've seen in the White House the last 10 to 12 months. On February the 23rd, 1997, I had not ever heard of Monica Relinsky. I had never heard of anybody wanting to impeach our president. I had never heard of our secrets being given away to the Chinese. I'd never heard of Paula Jones. I'd never heard of all of the atrocities beyond your wildest imagination that was causing great cracks in this government. And as I told you then, and I'll tell you now, this government is going to completely and totally come down. And God says in time, we are going to have a woman as a president. And when this woman becomes the president of this United States, the completion of the fall will come to pass. And I say to you tonight, as we in this prophecy club meeting, if we have another election, I believe a woman will be elected president of the United States. Now I'd like for you to take your Bible and go to the book of Zephaniah. And I would like to say to you tonight that also, as I saw these things happening in the government, after I had gone across the nation telling the people that we would see it totally and completely crumble, I had no idea that when I told the nation that this nation would be invaded internally and externally by Babylonian powers. I had no idea how soon that it would start, but I will never forget when the calls came in the night and they said, Brother Dan, it has already started externally. I hold before you a newspaper. Terror strikes two capitals in East Africa. War zone in the streets. They said, Brother Dan, they have blown up two of our American embassies and 38 American citizens lie dead in the streets as the calls came in from all over the nation saying it has started. The word of the Lord came forth to me and said to tell them, yes, and we will go back into Iraq and we will go to other places. But eventually in the Middle East, we are going to lose a great number of men and I'm telling you, the Middle East, we are going to use, lose a great number of men. I don't believe that it will be such a great number over where we are right now in Kosovo. But in the Middle East, we're going to get hurt very badly. Little did I know that it would start that quick. Little did I know that this would be the quickening in my spirit 
that we were going to see great terrorist activity all over this nation. And I'm going to get into that in just a little bit because now we're on a countdown. I'd like for you to go to Zephaniah, the book of Zephaniah. That name means the Lord has hidden. Let's all say the Lord has hidden. That's what the book of Zephaniah, that's what that name means. This, the time of his ministry is during the reign of young King Josiah in about 630 B.C. Zephaniah's central theme is the coming of the day of the Lord. Today, many parts of his message is more applicable to the United States than even Israel. Much of the message of Zephaniah the Lord has hidden, has been hidden from our generation until now. And you know, God told Daniel the same thing. Shut up the book, Daniel. It will not be revealed until the end. Go to the first verse, first chapter, and to the second verse. Listen to the words of Zephaniah. Very important for you to notice the words. I will utterly consume all things from off the land, saith the Lord. I will consume man, and I will consume beasts. I will consume the fowls of the heavens, and the fishes of the sea, and the stumbling blocks with the wicked. And I will cut off man from the land, saith the Lord. Now, folks, listen to me. Has this ever happened? No, it hasn't happened. But it indeed will happen, because God has said it will happen. Do you realize that our generation is the first generation in history to understand just how much destruction can come in a moment? Zephaniah is talking about strategic nuclear weapons. That's what he's talking about. No one has ever saw that fulfilled yet where I will utterly consume all things from the land, saith the Lord. Listen to me very carefully. And go to the seventh verse, same chapter. Hold thy peace at the presence of the Lord God. For the day of the Lord is at hand. For the Lord has prepared a sacrifice. He hath hid his guest. And it will come to pass in the day of the Lord's sacrifice that I will punish the princes and the king's children and all such are clothed with strange apparel. Think about that word, strange apparel. This message of Zephaniah, the day of the Lord is at hand. It was a message of obscurity until our generation. Only the Jews are not clothed with strange apparel. God is now on the side of Israel. All nations, let's all say all nations, are subject to destruction except Israel, the destruction of which Zephaniah speaks, can apply to any nation except Israel. Israel will never be totally destroyed again, the Word of God says. Can you say amen? But you see, the United States has touched the apple of God's eye, just like other nations have done. One of our allies touched the apple of God's eye, England. You saw what happened to them. The prophets warned England, you better not do that. After they did that, the prophet says, you will be destroyed. You will be bombed. Your people will die in the streets. And no one would listen. And if you study history, their chancellor, Mr. Chamberlain, cried in the streets as Hitler blew them to kingdom come. And the United States came to help them. Yes, we have touched the apple of God's eye. 
We have taken hundreds of millions of dollars and given it to the enemies of Israel, from Russia to Arafat's group to other groups. And we should not have done that, for we caused them great pain in the midst of our lying diplomacy, and we're going to pay for it. And it is now at the door. Now, I'd like for you to go to the 14th verse. The great day of the Lord is near. It is near and hastingly greatly. Even the voice of the day of the Lord, the mighty man shall cry there bitterly. The day is the day of wrath, a day of trouble and distress, a day of wasteness and desolation, a day of darkness and gloomness, a day of clouds and thick darkness, a day of the trumpet and alarm against the fence cities and against the high towers. I will bring distress upon men that they shall walk like blind men because they have sinned against the Lord and their blood shall be poured out as dust and their flesh as the dung. The latest weaponry that the Chinese government has now, and we don't have it, is laser rifles. And they can blind every man in any invading group of intrafemen. You can send a hundred intrafemen right at them, and they just take the laser blinders and make them totally blind for the rest of their life. Inhumane, but they have it. They have it. And we do not have it. You need to think with me just a minute. A day of the trumpet and alarm against the fence cities, against the high towers, and I will bring distress among men that they shall walk like blind men because they have sinned against the Lord and their blood shall be poured out as dust and their flesh as the dung. Neither their silver nor their gold shall be able to deliver them in the day of the Lord's wrath. But the whole land shall be devoured by the fire of his jealousy, for he shall make even a speedy riddance of them that dwell in the land. Now, folks, listen to me. We must hear this. The message of Zephaniah is for us. The great day of the Lord is near. It's near, and it's hastening greatly. And I'm going to give you unequivocal confirmations of it in just a moment. This thing is so near. With strategic nuclear weapons are being used and kings and princes are destroyed along with everything else. Did you hear what I said? When strategic nuclear weapons are used, kings and princes are destroyed with everybody else. They can't hide out. Do you hear me? The president of this nation or the president of any nation or the king of this nation, they can't hide when strategic nuclear weapons are being used. We have bombs now that have what they call a penetrating device on them. When the first one goes off, the next one goes off after it's like 30 feet in the ground, and the next one causes the nuclear device to go off about 44 or 50 more feet in the ground, where they can penetrate anywhere that they want to go. And there's no place to hide when they start shooting these types of weapons. Now hear me out. Nothing can protect or save us except the Lord Jesus Christ when men and women are prone to destroy each other. Can you say amen? Amen. Now listen to me. Are you ready if we were nuked tomorrow? Where will you spend eternity? Will a nuclear explosion have the same effect for you as the catching away of the saints? 
Will it have the same effect? It will on me. I hope it is for you. Because I want to tell you something. I entered into that rest. I was on a television talk show the other week with TBN up in the state of Missouri. And the man talked to me. He said, Pastor Dan, what's the difference between faith and trusting in God? I said, my friend, when you're trusting in God, you have entered into that rest. Faith is no problem. I don't need to go to another faith seminar. I just live in that word, and I do what he tells me to do, and I'm going to run in victory. Can you say amen? Amen. Zephaniah, the second chapter, look very carefully. That third verse, Seek ye the Lord, all you meek of the earth, which have wrought his judgment. Seek righteousness. Seek meekness. It may be you shall be hid in the day of the Lord's anger. A lot of people say, oh, the Lord don't get angry at us now. Oh, yes, he does. I did, a, I did a, a special message here for a prophetic conference in Florida here a while back. It's called the Holy Spirit's Final Outreach. It's in the book of Luke. It's the final revival. It's the absolute end time revival. And it talks about when God got angry at the New Testament church. I translated it right out of the root Greek in the Arabic, and I showed it to them. I said, folks, you don't want God to get upset with his church. And when God gets upset with his church, look out. Look out. Peter warned us. He said, judgment starts in the house of God first. Can we say amen? Amen. Let's all say, Peter said, said, judgment starts in the house of God first. Listen to me, folks. This Bible teaches me that my repentance, my repentance has to satisfy the heart of God. Your repentance has to satisfy the heart of God. Some people's repentance goes a lot deeper than others. But you must understand what it means to repent, to turn around, have a change of mind. If you're having a hard time changing, you're having a hard time changing and turning away from your sin, get you some help. Fast, pray, get in that Word. The Bible says it's better to enter into heaven with two eyes than to go to hell with one or two. Can you say amen? We got to wake up. We got to wake up. This book right here is very plain. And so those that are listening in the television audience and those that are sitting here in the audience today, meekness is not weakness. Let's all say meekness Meekness. is not weakness. weakness. And see that verse right there, it says, Seek ye the Lord, all you meek on earth. Only the meek can seek him. The prideful will never do it because the prideful don't need him. They got enough supplies. They got enough money. They got them a concrete cellar. They got them a four-wheel drive and a helmet, a decontamination suit and a gas mask. They got the tetracycline-343 in case we have a biological or chemical attack. They got everything worked out. Those are the first ones that's going to fail. Those are the first ones that's going to fall on their face. Listen to me, friends. God told me to tell the world I went across this nation to get ready spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally, in every way. And if you're not ready spiritually, the rest of it is not going to work for you because selfishness will consume your life. Can you say amen? I'm going to show you something you've never seen or tasted before. I'm doing this impromptu. I just went out to my own bread machine, and I pulled this out. This is a loaf I made Saturday. This is my famous raisin cinnamon vanilla. This new loaf, the the whole loaf would weigh about three pounds. Of course, I've already eaten about half of it. 
But I want to show you why you have never tasted this. Each one of these slices, you can see how thick it is. One of these slices is a meal. You eat one of these in the morning, one in the afternoon, and not only are you satisfied, you're, you're really satisfied. You're really happy. Cinnamon, raisin, vanilla, and yes, at josephkitchen.com, you can get the recipe. This is an upgraded recipe that I plan to be putting out here as soon as I get a chance. But if you look close, those are raisins, cinnamon, and vanilla all whipped together. You put that into a toaster, put a little bit of butter on that, and, well, it doesn't last long at church. As a matter of fact, they pass by all of the nice donuts and all of the other sweet garbage to get something that's really good for them. Now, what I would suggest you do is start making your own bread, whether you've already got Joseph's Kitchen or whether you haven't, get it. Now, here's what you do. You go to josephskitchen.com. Two things. One, you order a machine package. That's the mechanicals to make it. In other words, the grinder that takes the wheat berries, turns it into flour, which you put into the bread machine with six other ingredients, push a button, two hours and 20 minutes later, you have a nice hot loaf of whole wheat bread. won't look like this because <laughs> this one has raisin cinnamon and, uh, and honey in it. Anyway, extra honey. And the next thing you want to do is decide how much food you want to have. You want to have six people one year, four people one year, two people one year, are just enough for one person. All of that is at the price of around $1,000 per person. Get you some homemade whole wheat bread. Why have you never tasted this? Because the grocery stores cannot and will never be able to offer this because in about 7 to 10 days after you break the wheat berry, it starts going bad. Now, I know that I'm going to have to eat this in the next 7 to 10 days, but I also know it's probably not going to last more than 3 or 4 days. Uh, as a matter of fact, it's one of the best things I've ever eaten in my life, and I can't guarantee this. Uh, I can't say it legally, but uh, let's put it this way. I've, I've been taken off of my uh, – well, I've been taken off of my high blood pressure pills, and the doctor said that I have low cholesterol now, cut my cholesterol pill in half. And the only thing I can say is over the last year I started eating whole wheat bread. So there it is, whole wheat bread, josephskitchen.com. So what is an EMP shield device? It's a device you can put on your car and your house that in an EMP attack is supposed to stop the attack. And if you go to empshield.com and if you use the promo code PROPHECY, they give you a $50 discount. They also have videos up there. Shows you how to install it on your car and your house and everything. And it's not difficult at all. I've got one of them right here. Red goes to red. Black goes to black. Green goes to the car, uh, body of your car. And you just peel it off the back, stick it under there. Got another device that goes on your house. So not complicated. Take you about 10 minutes to put them in. So empshield.com promo code is PROPHECY.